Welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we provide you with actionable and specific tips and strategies that will enable you to take full advantage of the one life that you have to live. So if you're a motivated and ambitious person who has made the decision to begin living your dream, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Devin Rodriguez, and let's jump right in. Well, hello. Happy Friday, friends. I hope you are doing well. I hope your week was awesome, and I hope that you are ready for the weekend. I know that I have been blessed and highly favored, and I hope you have been been as well. And even if you don't think you've been, I bet that you have. And that kind of leads into what I want to talk to you today about. Man, as I look at my life and the trajectory that my life has taken in my short 23 years here on earth, a lot of failures. I'll never forget when I was in high school. My first two years of high school, I was a very mediocre student. I had like an 80 to 85 average. I really wasn't all that much. I was in the middle of the pack and I was very complacent. My dad sat me down one day. You guys heard this on the podcast. I was playing Call of Duty. I was playing. Watch the guy to come into the right. Watch the guy come into the left. And my friends, it would be like one o'clock in the morning. They say, I'm throwing the grenade. I'm throwing the grenade. And I would just stay up all night playing Call of Duty in high school. It was like my full-time job when I wasn't at work. Don't, don't act like you didn't have a full-time video game job or something. Okay, don't judge me. I was a child. Thank you very much. But that was my full-time job. And it was 1 a.m. during the summer. And my dad calls me, Devin! Oh, God, why is he calling me? Devin, get out of here. I don't answer him. I'm too busy playing my game. So I make believe like I don't hear him. Devin! I, I tell my friends, I say, guys, I'll be right back. My dad's calling me. I don't know what the heck he wants. I run out to the dining room table. I said, Dad, what do you want? He says, sit down. So what is it? What is it, Dad? He says, Devin, I want you to answer this question. I said, okay, okay, okay. What is it? He said, why are those that achieve anything great in this world, how are they any different from you? I said, I don't know, Dad. Can I just go back to playing my stupid video games or my very awesome video games? And he says, no, son, answer my question. I say, Dad, I don't care. He says, answer my question. I say, Dad, listen, those that do really well in school or those that got the really good grades or do anything great, they're just naturally gifted, talented, and different than me. And he says, son, never forget what I'm about to tell you. And these next words changed my life forever. He said, son, anyone who's ever achieved greatness puts on their pants one leg at a time just like you do. Anyone who's achieved greatness puts on their shirt one arm at a time just like you do. So I'm going to ask you again, son, what makes you different? And I said, just like any other 16-year-old, dad, I don't care. Can I just go back to playing Call of Duty And he says, okay, son. But those words that he told me planted a little seed in my mind that what if I actually do have this inherent greatness that if anybody else has achieved anything great, so could I. So you know what I said? Let me see if I could do this in in, in my high school. I was ranked 57th at the time. Now they had this thing called the principles list, which was the top five students. And I had a crazy, bold, ambitious goal going back into school. I said, let me see if I can go and get on that list. No one had ever gone from 57 to 5. And that's the first thing that I want to point out onto today's episode. 
is that if you looked at those that are achieving greatness, most of the time, the people that are achieving greatness, greatness continue to achieve greatness, and those that are achieving at a mediocre level continue to achieve at a mediocre level. But it's not about the skill set that separates them, but it's about the mindset that separates them. How do, you, how do I know this? No, My class, the top five, never changed. It was always the same people. So I made a decision. I said, let me see if I can get in there somehow, some way. Long story short, I was sitting there one day. It was the end of the semester. I was sitting in the computer lab and the bell rings at 2.30 for us to get out. Ding, 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 ding. And I run onto my phone and I checked the grades portal and it wouldn't load and it wouldn't load and it wouldn't load. So I said, come on, phone, come on, phone, come on, phone. And sure enough, after three months of hard work, I saw I had a 99 overall average, up from a 92 the last year or something like, 99.8. And as soon as I saw that, I ran through the halls. I said, yeah, I did it, I did it, I did it. Yes, I did actually just put up my hands as I was saying that. Thank you very much. But then another thought went through my head. Did I make it on the list? Because those that were on the list, they usually had like 100, 101 average because they were in the advanced placement classes where they would get extra points. Me, I, they thought I was too stupid for that. So I was just in the regular classes in like one honors class. Oh, yay, whippy. So I started texting all the smart kids. What was your average? What was your average? What was your average? And I started comparing them. And I said, holy crap, I think I'm in the top five. I go into school the next day and I look at the principal's list, which is out in the hallway hanging on the board. And I look at the list and it was number one, Nick. Oh, actually, number one, Melissa. Number two, Nick. Number three, it was Crystal. Number four, I want to say Chris. And then number five, number five was Amanda. I said, damn it. How is this possible? So I texted Amanda. I said, what is your average? She said, 99.8. I said, that's my average. So I go to my math tutor, Mr. Hartman. I said, Mr. Hartman, we have a problem. He says, what is it, Devin? I said, the problem is is that I got a 99.8 average and she got a 99.8 average. Why am I not on the list? Well, Mr. Hartman, rest in in peace, Mr. Hartman. He was for the boys. You know what I mean? He was for the boys, meaning he would go the extra mile for me. So he went down to the principal's office and he fought for me. And for the first time in school history, <laughs> they made the principal's list six names long. And I was the sixth one. And I went from all the way from 90, uh, 57th to tied for fifth. 57th to fifth. How did this happen? Because it, it wasn't a difference in skill set. It was a difference in mindset. No one had done that before. And I don't say this to impress you because anybody could do it. I say say it to impress upon you the fact that the goal, the difference between where you are and where you want to be, or the difference between where you are and somebody else's, isn't necessarily the skill set, but it is 100% the mindset. The problem wasn't, can I do the math problem? The problem was, I didn't have the belief that I could do the math problem. But once my belief changed and I started challenging my old beliefs, then my results started to change. But the problem that I had in my first two years was that my belief was that I was only capable of mediocrity. And how did that belief come to be? It came to be from my past. 
See, our beliefs are formed through a couple of different ways, but one way in which they're formed is through experience. When we grow up and, and we're told by our parents, yeah, you can't do that when you're older. You got to play it safe. You can't be a great one. You can't do this. And then you go to school and then you get a 70 on the test and then you get an 80 on the next one and then you get a 70 on the next one. And then the teacher calls your parents in and says, sorry, your son is performing at a very low level. He is mediocre. He is average. Then what does that do to us? That makes us develop a belief that we are average. And as a result, we continue to perform at average until we are challenged, either internally by ourselves. We get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Or somebody else challenges us like my dad did. He said, if anybody else could do it, so could you. So I said, the hell with my past. Let me try to recreate a new future. So I started developing a new mindset. How did I do it? I started listening to positive and motivational YouTube videos. You're probably thinking, Devin, that crap doesn't work. Devin, it doesn't. Yes, it does. And can I go a little bit of science on you? Let me explain to you why it works. We have this thing, these things called, called neurons in our brain. And what neurons do is that they connect with one another. A neuron is simply a thought wave. And what happens with neurons is that they fire. So you have one thought, pew, you have another thought, pew, you have another thought, pew, you have another thought, pew. And what happens is that when we consistently and persistently think the same thoughts, these different neurons, they come together and they form a neural pattern. And those patterns become our beliefs. So the thing is, though, is that our beliefs start off very weak. For example, if you just think something a couple of times, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great, I'm great. You're not just automatically going to be great, and this is why. See, when we consistently over years repeat things to ourselves, we have experiences which make us feel a certain way about ourselves, we deepen the neural connection. And how I like to explain it, let me quote unquote dumb it down a little bit. At first, our thoughts, the neural connections, at first, they start off as like a little one-way dead-end street. But as we consistently reinforce those thoughts, those neural connections turn into like a six-lane highway in Los Angeles during rush hour. It's jam-packed. It's strong. It's like thousands of cars and craziness. And our, that's how our thoughts become dominating. That's why we, be, we come to believe that we're average because we've consistently repeated the same thought pattern over and over and over again. And those neurons that we have in our head fuse together stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger until it's a dominating thought in our mind. And it's a six lane highway jam packed. You get what I'm saying here? That's why our beliefs dominate our life for the better or for the worse. So how did I deconstruct that? I took this neg these negative thoughts that I had about myself, which were I could never be smart enough. I will, I'm not gifted enough. They're just naturally talented and I'm not. I can't study. I'm just mediocre. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at physics. I almost failed chemistry. All of these different thoughts. Those were the ones that I had reinforced for years. And they were that six-lane highway. 
So you know what I had to do was what I had to start off building another thought pattern. And that is why motivational and positive and optimistic videos and messages are so important because they begin to fire new neurons in your mind. Remember what I said earlier? Boo, 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 boo. So now instead of reinforcing the old negative patterns of I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough, they're talented and I'm not, they're brilliant and I'm not, I can't study, I'm bad at math. So instead of saying those old things, now I was hearing things like you can, you, you are greatness. You have to be hungry. You got to grind. You have greatness in you. If anybody else can do it, so can you. So I had all of these new neurons flashing in my head. Pew, 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 pew. Or we could just call them thoughts. I had all these new thoughts coming into my head. And with repetition, like I said earlier, with repetition, these new thoughts started to come together. And as these new thoughts come to, came together and they turned into a one-way uh, a, a one-way dead end, like I said earlier, how our thoughts start, eventually it turned into a little highway. And then eventually it turned into a nice two-lane highway and then a four-lane highway. And then as I constantly repeated these messages and fed my mind over and over and over again, what was happening was that I was filling my mind with so much positivity that all of the negativity started to be pushed out. Because you can't be negative and positive at the same time. That's called the law of polarity. That states that there can only be one that exists. I'm either negative or I'm positive. I'm either happy or I'm sad. I've never been positive and negative at the same time. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I've never been up and down at the same time. I'm either up or I'm down. So I started to reinforce these new positive thoughts within me. And as that built up to the six lane highway, guess what happened to the old deconstructive thoughts of I'm not good enough. I'm not good at math. Those started to go from a six lane highway down to a four lane highway down to a two-lane highway, down to a little tiny one-lane highway, down to a street, down to the one end, uh, excuse me, to the dead end one-way street. So what I'm saying is that in order for you to change your beliefs, you have to understand, number one, that it's not going to be easy because our beliefs have been formed over years of repetitious thought. And in order for us to reverse and build better beliefs about ourselves. we have to start off with a different belief through what? Repetition once again. We have to be, begin repeating better thoughts in our mind so that that one can turn into a six-lane highway while the other bad belief turns into the one-way dead end. So as you build one belief, you deconstruct another. And that goes both ways. Say you have a positive belief about yourself. If you start building a negative one, then the positive one will go away and the negative one will get stronger. If you have a negative belief and you start building a positive one, then the positive one will grow and the negative one will go away. I hope you guys caught on to the neuroscience that I talked about a little bit today. Those neural connections, the neural connections, the neural connections. That's how we grow, called neuroplasticity. That our brains are always growing. We can evolve. We can learn new things. We can become better people. 
back until up until the 1960s, they did not believe in neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity simply means that your mind can expand and think new thoughts and that you could become a new person. Up until I think it was 1962 or so, the scientists and so forth believed that you were just born the person you were and there was nothing you can do about it. You couldn't evolve. You couldn't become more than you were. But as they began, began studying this whole neuroplasticity thing, they started to understand that who you are is not always who you have to be. And yeah, I get it. I'm talking about high school, how I went from ranked 57th to 5th in high school. But it taught me a valuable lesson that the person that I was yesterday is not the person that I have to be tomorrow. But in order for me to be a different person tomorrow, I have to begin building different beliefs today. Oh, that was good. Give her brother some credit when credit is due. I just came up with that right now. (laughs) I'm so corny. Please help me. So what are those beliefs that you need to go to the next level? What are those beliefs that you have to begin developing in order to turn into that person that you ultimately want to become tomorrow? What are the beliefs that you have to begin challenging like I did? I challenged my belief that I was just mediocre. And I said, what if, what if I can do this? My question to you is what if you can step out of where you are and challenge yourself to see if you can go to a different level, a level that many people will seem, would seem to think is impossible, another level that many will criticize you at, another level that other people will look at you and say, man, that's not possible. It's possible for you, maybe not for them because of their belief, but it's possible for you. Why? Because you're building a new belief. Remember, in order to build a new belief, it's simple. You have to begin to fill your mind with that belief repetitiously over and over and over so that the other belief can begin to die while the new belief begins to grow. They can't exist at the same time. And at first, it will be very difficult. Why? Because that old belief, once again, was formed through years of repetition. So as you begin to build this new belief, the old belief is going to try to come and kill the new belief. But all I need you to do is be consistent. Just try to win one day. One day at a time, let that belief go to work. Let that belief go to work. And eventually, that new belief will come to dominate and kill that old belief. And you'll be in a position where you look back and you say, holy crap, look what I accomplished because of my belief. My mentor, one of my mentors once said, uh, they once asked him a question, uh, how, was it hard to earn a million dollars? He says, no, earning the million dollars wasn't easy. He said, believing that I could earn the million was the most challenging thing that I've ever done. Our beliefs shape our reality. Our beliefs dictate our results. And in order to begin to produce better results, we have to produce better beliefs. So I hope, I hope this really helped you out a little bit today. Can I be honest? I, I, I kind of came on here with a totally different plan. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but that's kind of how I work. I'm very spontaneous. Forgive me. I hope you enjoyed it, though. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, the power of belief is incredible. Begin to develop that new powerful belief with constant repetition of that positive belief so that that one can build while the other one dies. And with that being said, hey, you only have one life to live. There is no time to wait 
So act now. Thank you, my friends. Have a beautiful weekend, and I will see you next week. I want to give you a massive shout out and say thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you took some value from what you heard today, I would ask that you consider subscribing to our show and leaving us a rating and review as that will enable us to reach out and touch even more lives. Listen, we have a new show every Tuesday and Friday, so I hope that you continue to tune in and take full advantage of the one life that you have to live.